Cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low down G, so we crazy. Death row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fade this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Back to the lecture at hand. At least that's why I think we decided what it is. Lecture or legend, it doesn't really matter. It's another week of nothing but a G I think it's. I think it should be lecture, though, because you always try to tell somebody what to do. You are. I actually have not. I actually do not try to tell people what to do. I think because, you always tell me I think what because, to do. I think because you think you're the younger sibling and I'm the older sibling, you're naturally projecting that I try to tell you what to do. But Maybe. inevitably, it could just be that, hey, there's a better way to do it. Or than because the way. you, the older sibling, you feel like something in you makes you feel like I got to put Yemi on game. But Yemi be no on game. Or she don't give fuck. And that's oh, what you do. I, Excuse I, my language. I don't care either way. But anyways, back to the legend at hand or lecture at hand, right? Uh, I don't know how to explain this situation because it happened so many times throughout our childhood. Um, but if I had to think of a moment specifically um there was a time after track practice um where it seemed like me and yemi were on the same schedule for once in our lifetime in high school we had we had a earlier day um on the men's track varsity squad and streamer back in the day um and yemi or I should say the girls usually always got out before us. So by that time, Yemi would have a ride or she would have figured out a way to get there. Um, inevitably, like I said. To get where? Huh? To get where? To get back home. Okay. Right, right. This time, though, like I said, Yemi, the boys and the girls track team got done at the same time. Um, we did a little workout afterwards. And then it so happened that there was like maybe like a 15 to 30 minute, I would say, gap until the basketball game. Right. Or was it basketball? What are you talking about? Basketball game? I feel like, okay, so when you be telling the stories, you be telling them wrong. No, I <laughs> like, don't tell them wrong. Yemi, you, know I mean? you feel you like, this, and this is the thing I be talking about. You always feel like you could need to correct me. That's no, Deji. Again, another basketball, projection. It's not a projection, It is Deji. a projection. It's spring. I'm catching you. It's spring, Deji. What's, it's Sectionals, best- regionals. How, oh. if, how, how, was, how would that how? be? A, anyway, I don't how? know. Okay. Because honestly, you're wrong. It's okay. It's not wrong because we used to do. It, you used to practice track indoors, right? We did. But oh, okay. This. So what time? So what time would that be? Have been? It what time been. would that have the overlap? Let me. T- let okay, me t- I'm asking you the question. Because go ahead. I know what you're gonna say. It's are gonna you, be January or February, right? You, what season is that? Basketball. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Why are you asking questions and then answering them? Because I know the answer. I could say those. I could be mixing up things, but inevitably the point is the same. We was both in a sport that happened to be doing in the spring, but it happened to overlap with the winter sport. That's the actual main point. Okay, continue the story. Sure, I'll let you continue. Anyway, like, like the legend at hand or the lecture at hand is Deji gives his version of the story, and then I have to fill in the gaps and let him know where he was wrong. I never. See how I'm saying? We've done it in past episodes. No, you, and you've no. admitted that I've been you wrong. You see how you just be talking? Admit that he was, I was not wrong. Not wrong. You but see you're, always, again, but you're the not projection. Wrong. I'm going to keep using it because no, you used it No, it's not a projection. The projection. It's not, I, don't, I didn't like use you the word correctly. No, it's not. I didn't use that word. Yes, you, you did. You used the word projection. You used that, you used that word, projection. No, no, no. You said, did you? Why are you projected out to be under all these things? No, I... Yes, one did. i don't sound like that yeah, you and two <laughs> i didn't project i didn't say that you said that no, you i asked said you a that. question no, what did you say I said before we started this podcast i asked you a question i said <laughs> why do you feel like 
like what is it about you that always feels like you have to tell somebody what I to do? I don't actually have that. And then you're like, Yemi, I'm you know, not projecting you know, on you. Nobody That's else, a projection of you. I didn't say anything you know, about projection. You know, nobody else in life thinks that. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't you don't have power over anybody else the I way don't you have do power over, over you. You well, technically you do because you've acknowledged that you are my older brother. That's to a, what certain, does that mean? to a certain extent. What does that mean? Okay, well, the people will tell us. We don't have to keep going into it. The people will tell us because you do you you just, you, 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 you you, you just be projected. You might not assert your power like in a direct way, sure. But you do. There are ways in 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 our relationship where mm-hmm. you are the more dominant. You know, you have that more. The more you know, the it fits the patriarchy, nigga. You a man. So at the end of the day, sure. If you're telling me that you don't have more power over me, you do technically. Didn't say Excuse that. Me. I said nobody's saying that you don't. I but said, you you I, just said. They'll, they'll, they could tell you all yeah, the no, episode. no. You said, you said power over you. I said I don't have power. Over. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I mean, just because you don't insert it doesn't mean that it's not there. Like you, I'm not. I'm didn't. I didn't deny that fact. I'm just saying okay. that like I don't be. Well, trying to, I mean, I feel like we arguing about something that has nothing to do with the legend at hand. Basically, what I was trying to say is, you will tell a story because you've done it before. The people who, sure. who listen to the episodes know. Thank you. They'll they say. No, they wasn't there. But I was, <laughs> they weren't there, but I was there. They're not going to tell you. They're not going to tell you what happened, but they're going to tell you that in previous episodes, you have said you have told a story one way, and then you realize that it wasn't like that because I tell you what really happened, so and last, and you be like, oh yeah, you was right. So last week the story wasn't. I didn't. I didn't fabricate that story or make up the story. It was actually correct, and you and you actually confirm my story because you said you did you said you snitched you just said it in a colorful no, way no. yeah and that's what it got to that's what i'm trying to tell you you see i be saying things in a way that sometimes you don't perceive to be correct because i didn't snitch on you i never you you basically made it seem like i went up to 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 our mom and said deji went and stole them wristbands all i said was huh it is interesting how them wristbands got on your wrist when mom said no and and she didn't pay for him and sure. you didn't have the money to pay for him but somehow they ended up on your wrist i did not say deji stole them you acting like sure. our mom isn't smart and she couldn't have figured that out that's and that's not what at she all did. what i'm saying you and just that's what sn- you you're a snitch about. that's okay i'm not a snitch Deji. you, you snitch. know all the shit that you've done that i've never told on you for how can i be i a can snitch? say the same thing for you okay but i didn't call you a snitch you i ain't never told on you though okay i've never told you all just told on you literally just told on me you brought first of all I did not say. First of all, why do why snitching is incriminating somebody? I did not incriminate. You did incriminate somebody. me. I just let's said, let's study let's study that word. Let's let's, let's not start, because let's, we on because we on a new episode. We on to look, new incrimination, things. right? I'm just gonna leave at this point, right? Uh, now that you're at the source and he knows all the words, CIs or confidential informants, right? Their goal is to get enough information in order to make an arrest. They're they're not actually snitching, the right? The evidence was right there. You okay. you walking around downstairs with the bracelets I'm on your wrist. I'm just saying you can and, justify it however you like. But I would like. really prefer if we moved on to talk okay, about Okay, so the, back at the yeah. legend at hand. Okay. Um cuz since Jimmy don't want me to tell the story. Basically, I was going to tell the story about for whatever, at least this is what I used to do all the time. I used to ah, you know what it was? You know what? Huh, what you about to say? I was working out after school. That's I what was, was wrong. Is I, what you was saying. I was, <laughs> I was. It was a I, different R word. Working out wrong. I, work, I, I was working out. I was wrong. And usually school gets out at two fifty five, two fifty five ish. Um, and I, this was going into track season. That's what it was. All right. Yeah, yeah. I had to find my way there. So wow. as I as I was working out, wow, you know, what a we way had to say that um, was right. Um. I was working out. Well, we were both working out. Yemi was working for the track team, and you know they did whatever little exercise they did. We did whatever little exercise we did, being on the boys' track team, um, and we finished around the same time. So it's about five thirty-six, and as 
the the finesse that we'd even talk about back in the day at Streamer High School. If you before the basketball game, before they set up for the little ticket booth and the boosters, whatever, if you stayed after school and work out, you could literally finesse yourself into the any basketball game for the free. At least that's what I did a majority of time. Whether that's chilling in the gym into the other gym that was just for wrestlers and then walking through the bleachers and then, you know, chilling or literally just hanging out by the concession stand. And then when it was time, just walking into the the gym and talking to the basketball players. And then what? I got my hand up. Um, you're really wrong. And I mean, I can't. How sit, is I wrong? I can't sit here. Because I've done that many times. Nobody's saying that. That's not you. Everything you just said is correct. That's what you used to do. But can I, can I, can sure, I interject explain here? the story since you know the story so damn well. Well, I was there. Because there's been multiple. Maybe there's, uh, because like I said, this I has happened so many. I have a very good memory. I have a very good memory as well. Are you sure? I'm positive. Actually, I have a better memory than you. That's what I'll be Everything to tell is you. about, is about. I actually, no, because you be checking you. me and I'm like, how are you going to tell me? First of all, I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to say gonna, the story. Let's just put it like this. I'm gonna put, I'm you can't say you can't say about the time we got stranded. There's been multiple times that I've been stranded by our parents. Here's the thing. And I and I I'm, I'm following you, but in this particular story that you're telling because we've already talked about it. We we don't come here, you know, sometimes I don't know the story, sometimes I do. I know the story today. Well, we you knew, I didn't make up the story you did. So you should have told it. No, hmm. but you know, you this is your part. This is the legend at hand. It's no beef, it's no issue that you please. Of course, but we we both storytellers. Absolutely. I'm not hostile. Um, so what this, this particular story that you're telling, I was on the track team. You might've been on the track team as well. Cause you remember you took a year off from track. I took off my sophomore year. Yeah. You didn't do a year of track. Um, it might've been our freshman year. I don't think the year really matters, but all that does matter is that it was warm enough outside. So it couldn't have been basketball season still. This was a soccer game. We ended up staying late because you were working out and I was still and I was still in in track. I remember it very vividly. We didn't stay for the soccer game, but you were working out late, which is why we didn't take the bus home. And I was at track practice. You mean the activity bus? Yeah, the activity mm-hmm. bus. Whatever which, got, reason, which was around 530 ish. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever reason we didn't take the activity bus home, whatever the case may be. Um, we ended up staying after school. I think that there wasn't a there was a reason why we stayed later than we should have. Of course, what that re- it wasn't a basketball game because it was warm outside. It was springtime. We was running outside on the track. We ended early that day because it was a soccer game, so we couldn't be on the track. I remember this very for specifically the, for the girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we ended up staying. I think there might have been something going on in the gym that made us stay. It wasn't a basketball game because basketball season is already over. Because I would have been, you know, still playing. I was doing track and basketball. Okay. Valid, um, valid point. I can see where I was wrong. So, and it was warm enough outside because it was springtime. I, I'm I'm going in circles. But basically what I'm saying is like that part of the story is wrong. But I'll let you continue um from just like you know tell the story as you want to tell it of course so like yemi said i had worked out i guess i was mm, getting into some mischief because in high school that's what i inevitably did did. that's all you did so whether it was uh we were running through the hallways playing tag if i was messing with people or if i was just in the gym kicking it cool and doing whatever um until yemi was done because i was waiting on her exactly so as yemi was you know walking into the building um and this was something that the coaches at Streamwood High School were bad at, which was getting us out in time to actually get to the activity bus. And th- this happened all the time when I played football, um, more especially in track, because they're like, well, if you're here, well, you just got to figure out a way to get back. So Yemi's walking back in, 
and there's like five minutes to catch the activity bus. And that activity bus maybe stayed for like 30 seconds to maybe a minute. So I was like, oh, yeah, we're already going to miss this. And I'm not going to leave Yemi and I'm at the house cooling. Um, so then we missed the activity bus. And then me and Yemi are just chilling. And we was like, okay, so one of us got to call dad. And because, okay, what? I got my hand raised again. Um, I honestly think we we stayed to watch at least. Because if it, if it was Bartlett, or which is like another school that shared the field with us, I think they either had a soccer game or a track meet. Honestly, I think it was a track meet now that I no, remember. No, because I would have been running in it. No, 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 no. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't sponsored by Streamwood. Because you know Streamwood was in like a different district. Of course. Then. So I think Bartlett was hosting like a try meet. So it was just them three. Uh, and we stayed to watch it. Uh-huh. Cause yes, because so, all sure. a lot of the track people stayed. We stayed. Of course. To, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure. So now I'm thinking that's what it was. Sure. This is all relevant a... to the story, which is why I wanted him to, you know, get Okay, to... so we're, we're we're catching up. So we yes. had, we had, we stayed for a try meet and we watching them run and we well, it's I mean, because I it because it was late. Yeah, yeah. And but I also I knew a decent amount of people that ran track for Bartlett and who I think Elgin and I don't know what the other school was. Yeah, United, maybe South it Elgin. Doesn't, it doesn't really It really don't matter. But I knew another people and then um the reason why we stayed is because the dude in the um the Saber Center, shout out to um I remember what, I think it was Culpepper or whatever he ran track and he, we would always be going back and forth and we'd be talking about how bad streamers track coaches were, mm-hmm. which they were terrible because they ran us into the ground and then they would wonder why we didn't perform on track day, mm-hmm. um or I should say on track meet meets on meet day on meet day. Mm-hmm. So then we were watching them, and he was like, oh, if y'all was on my squad, I would get y'all right. Y'all would all be downstate. The 4x2 would be nice, 4x1, and even the 4x4, yada, yada. But that's besides the point. You know, I'm just giving you context because I like to develop the story. Yes. So keep in mind, you, we here chilling. Damn, I really do say it. What keep, you about <laughs> I said keep in mind, you. <laughs> keep in mind, you. Uh, keep in mind, you. But- I'm a high school kid, right? So we coming out. I don't, we don't, I'm not taking, I smell, so I'm in my full fit, you know, shorts on, jeans on, skinny jeans, shoes, hoodie, because we didn't wear jackets during this time. Yummy's in like a athleisure. It was spring. It was athleisure. What does that mean? I can't wear a jacket? Nobody's saying you can't. I'm just, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. setting the story because you're, you're, you're telling a I'm lot. I'm painting of, the picture. Yeah. Athletic leader. So we in here, right? And Yummy and Yummy are like, all right, that's why well, it was me, Yummy, and a lot of the track people. And we just hanging out, chilling, watching people because, you know. Meet days are fun. Like, it's a very relaxed environment. It's like a... Even if you're not... Even if it's right. not your meet day. And then you start kicking in, you're talking to people, and you spin, da-da-da. And then it got to the time, and we looked at it, and me and Yemi timed it out to, like, where if we asked, it would make sense for our parents to pick us up, right? So we... It was closer to 7 o'clock when we knew our parents' um, small business, their grocery store, closed. So it wouldn't be a thing for them to drive an extra five minutes to go pick up their kids from really? a like school six minutes to get there yeah from the school mm-hmm. um so this is and again this is where the 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 funny part starts to happen which is me and yemi really looked at each other and say you finna call you finna call yeah and it was just a back and it's forth it's such thing. a shame when y'all be having like where you have to like <laughs> be on edge to ask your parents for things like why uh, for like that... a ride exactly so why? then so then i called and then i called and i was like hey dad i said hi dad how are you doing da, 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 whatever i'm doing he's like hey i'm good um that's better than me oh uh, what do you need and then he doing. said well, literally my dad's like what do you need i was like do you mind picking me and get me up from school you know yeah, we, we stayed, stayed after, after da, da, da. hung up just hung up he said 
I said, yo, what? Now he clicked on you. Oh, he always did that. Mm-hmm. Dad is infamous for that. And sometimes... When he hears something he don't want to hear, he just... We, and we both do that. I definitely and, used to do it a lot. And I'd be like, yo, that's rude as hell. Yeah, I used So to then I, I called him again. I was like, so are you going to pick us up? Again, click. Yeah. And then I, then I was like, Yemi, hey, Yemi, call this dude. And then Yemi called, same thing. Yeah. And he was I don't like, even think he picked up the phone. He didn't even pick up the phone. Yeah. It was more like you figure it out. So then me and Yemi are here. Man, what the fuck? It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy. And then, and then we were over here. So then it was just like I did what I usually did during this time, which was like basically scrambling and trying to finesse a ride and yeah. like figuring out like, hey, da-da-da, you mind dropping me and my sister off and all these things? And, you know, we found our way back. But then it wasn't like our parents was out and about. Our dad was at home they was both sitting their ass on the couch yeah they were both at home and me and yemi just walked right past some motherfuckers and didn't say nothing but we was like so you did all that for what yeah um it became like i mean that night was like a weird like it became like a really weird weird issue that happened that night like i remember it very distinctly but i just like remember because what happened was we ended up having to get um my friend to come my friend's mom to give us a ride home and they lived right by the school so it was like they had to drive out of she had to drive out of her way to give us a ride home mm-hmm. just to get home and see all the cars in the driveway because them niggas was in the house watching tv and the tv was on that's why i i, I always thought our parents were so trifling for that that very, like they would do pesky. shit like that and then they would still with their full chest be like we here we just didn't want to do it like yeah. you know and i'm like very weird behavior very weird behavior <laughs> so the topic that we're talking talk about, about is being stranded basically that's that's the uh, that's left for dead for today um and being stranded by people that you're supposed to depend on yeah exactly so from the jump inevitably and that's just high school um yeah there's been multiple instances throughout our but let's childhood. not get off of this story though because i think this story has a lot of things that we need to unpack because which is you, layered yeah layered. yeah yeah because you look like you sounded like you're about to move on because you're about to talk about what, so then what would you like to unpack in this um in this in the story, in the that story like yeah. in the particular story the fact that the dude dad our father <laughs> um literally left us stranded at school right but i'm saying and what like what was his reasoning for that like what i mean of course i think him him and him and my mom were probably going through something because when we came home it became this bigger issue like i think they were beefing about something and he felt like he he was like well them your kids you wanted them maybe probably something maybe along those lines i never thought about that but i could maybe yeah like he literally left us it it wasn't like we was out at a party or we was out doing we was at school the same the same place he's like uh, education 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 i mean of course we weren't doing educational stuff he was like why didn't you guys take the bus home because we stayed for a track meet yeah but, but even we were, if we did, we were in sports. But you know? even even if we did, we would have missed it, bro. I'm telling you, all yeah, the, yeah, in any sport that it. you're in, bro, you there'd be like a 50 percent chance. And that's of you when getting they had it. After a while, they stopped even having, doing the activity bus. They stopped even be- having it because so. they cut it because of funds. Yeah. So you, think about how many kids didn't do sports or anything just because they couldn't get a ride back home. That's what I'm saying. I'm like this nigga. It was like, <laughs> of course, it was Deji and I. So I mean, it wouldn't have been like a safety issue or anything for him to come in, like for me to like, but we wouldn't have made sense for us to even walk home because that shit would have taken us like two two hours yeah yeah i know An hour and some change two hours but uh, and we were we were at school like it just didn't make sense but he always did that to me i mean that's what i know dad that's when i knew like it was fuck that nigga for real for but me. that's why that's why that I, was like one of the reasons that's why i was trying to move on not move on but the story in self ties into like how i've always viewed that okay. so like inevitably right damn and <laughs> inevitably 
this shit started from jump, right? You don't remember this. I don't even know where you were that day. But this man left me for dead when I was four or five. Yeah, at the daycare. At the daycare, right? He had to go to work. And he had to go into work early. And for whatever reason, he thought he could just leave me. He could drop me off at daycare an hour before. And it would be cool. Now, just the just the chances and the luck of my life, right? It was downpouring. It was raining, right? The only saving grace of this whole situation, right? A four or five-year-old kid at this daycare that he goes to every day. But it's a five-minute walk. So, like, dad just dropped Try me. not to talk with your hands as much because you're making a lot of noise with your jacket. Oh, okay, sure. Um, but anyways, why is my jacket a lot loud? Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. You here. can hear it, but yeah. they can't hear it in the mic. Maybe not. Yeah. I'm, um, but anyways, four or five-year-old kid, I'm five minutes away from the crib, and I'm smart enough and I'm aware enough to realize, like, I still know how to get home. Amen. Uh, granted, right, That doesn't. that's not necessarily a safe thing. For because this is when we used to live in Chicago, and I mean like Northside Chicago, Rogers Park area. We five away. We five. Minutes, we five minutes away from the uh, the daycare. Motherfucker said we don't live in Chicago. <laughs> we we live there. We, we just moved live, to the burbs. Yeah, we definitely live I'm there. I'm from Chicago. I'm so. at, we, we are actually from Chicago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But if you let anybody tell you, I I lived my yeah, exactly. my life in the you suburbs. You from the suburbs? That are, okay. And that's fine too. Because what the fuck? You from Chicago? Look where you yeah, at. So yeah, exactly, we in exactly. the same place. Exactly. But. Four or five, I'm walking back, crying, bro. It's pouring rain. I'm talking about no, not no light rain. It's pouring rain, right? And I, I go back to our condo, but like inevitably, I, I knew that there was no way for me to get into the apartment because I didn't have the keys. Yeah. So I was like, at least let me walk back and chill in the lobby, right? So I chilled in the lobby and I kicked it there, right? And there was people walking by. They was taking their kids to school. People was going to work. People was doing whatever they wanted to do to start their day, but nobody paid me no mind, right? Mm. So, like, I'm already, I was like, damn, fuck me, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, first of all, I'm a four or five year old. Nobody's going to be like, are you okay, honey? Or like, do you need something to drive? So, I, the only reason that I knew when to go back to the daycare, because it opened at eight o'clock. My dad had to be at work early. We uh, He was up by like 6 30. I was up by like 6 30 because he woke me up. I don't know where anybody else was. To be completely honest yeah, I'm with like, you. I'm like, where was I? I don't. All I remember is that I was there. And then we got out the house before 7 o'clock. He dropped me off. We at the spot. Like I said, it's a five-minute walk. So keep it's like a one-minute drive, if that, maybe 30 seconds. We there before 7 o'clock. It's like 7.45, 7, 7.50. You have to get to the point of the story. I'm getting there. Okay. Damn. It's we, we, we relax. I'm just I'm not relax. concerned about the time. I'm just concerned about keeping keeping attention. Of course, it's I'm getting there. Okay, it's a story. Yeah, that's the thing. You watch a movie, right? Sometimes, hey, you watch you watch Queen and Slim. You didn't get the movie until the end, right? Terrible, terrible. Reference. Okay, but that's terrible. the that's not a terrible reference. Sometimes yes. you have to wait for the climax or the conclusion of the terrible, story. It's a terrible it's a terrible example because how I waited all the way to the end of the movie to figure out what was going sure. on. Sure. How many times and have you I done that? I was extremely disappointed. Tyler Perry did so. a movie uh for color girls. You have to wait to the end for you till you heard everything. No, I knew exactly what that was about. So what I'm saying is like it, Queen and Slim was a bad example because we waited all the way to the end to see what was going to happen and we were all extremely disappointed. Sure. So hopefully your But this story, story is the, this story ain't no feel good. Okay. Hopefully so, your story doesn't disappoint. That's, that's right. Okay. So the only reason I'm in the lobby the only reason why I knew when to walk back, right, is because my clothes dried off. So keep mm. think think about how long that took, right? 20, 30 minutes, da-da-da, whatever. Mm. I'm walking back. I'm walking back just to go out in some pouring rain. I'm in the pouring rain, and 
<laughs> I'm in the pouring rain. I go to the daycare, buzz. I said, okay. And my dad, da, da, da. I told him the whole story. I didn't even get signed in by a parent. Like, think about that. My dad was like, you'll figure out I'm gone, right? So think about all those things that working. I'm a kid. I'm just like, okay, let me tell you what happened. And where the point comes home, call back. I'm over here crying. I'm over here crying. You know, I feel so abandoned and left. You know, everything that I thought about this world was just gone in an instance. I grew up real quick in that moment. But the callback, the thing I remember is that day, guess what I had to eat? Rice, rice, rice. (laughs) Rice and and grape jelly. (laughs) Yes, sir. And that's what I'm trying to say. So the call, you know, I I gave that story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The story is like. Honestly, this it was so good. It was fire. You know what I'm saying? Know. It's fire. It was really fire. Black people, y'all might have just I've never had it since. Never had but it since. That you know, something in me just knows that rice and grape jelly is good, fire. Good together. And for whatever reason, I remember having an English muffin on the side. Maybe, but I, they, maybe, maybe, but you know, it don't really matter. Maybe. But I've that's when I was like, Oh, this man even back he's then. not dependable. Mm. Like not and I'm saying you could be a father and you could be paying all the bills, but like you're not dependable. You're yeah. not somebody I want to rely on. And that was at five. That's why I'm trying to say, like, that's when at first, for you, it was like, for me, I was just like, man, I'm going to give you an, I'm going to try. But, like, if I don't need to, I'm not going to rely on you. Yeah. And that was at five. Mm-hmm. So from then, it was it was just more or less how how many more times you're going to disappoint me. Yeah. And then after that, it was like, I'm Man, not gonna allow. I'm not gonna give you. I'm space. not even gonna allow you to do it anymore. Yeah. Right? It's like I'm gonna just put up the wall and mind my business. Whatever you're doing, that's on you. I just think about how, like, in hindsight, and we'll definitely get back into the stuff. But I just think about how now, like, when we when I first came back home from college, I was moving, I, and I'm sure most people do this if they move back in with their parents from college, or just like when you come home on breaks. You move as if you're a college student. So you leave the house without mm-hmm. telling your parents. You come back when you want. You do all of the things. And I um, and I like had one weekend went out and I didn't come home until the next day. And uh, my mom and dad were making such a big deal about it. They were like, if something happens to you, who do you think that they're going to call? I said, not you, because you're not listed as my my emergency, my emergency contact. <laughs> so I don't know why you giving yourself so much credit mm-hmm. for um, whatever the fuck. Excuse my language. <laughs> But it really just goes to like show that they have no self awareness. No, they never did. He, he's literally said that multiple times. He's uh, both of them actually. Like, if anything was to happen to you, it would be me who is responsible. I'm like, really? I'm twenty, whatever. Um, and honestly, y'all, I'm I, y'all are not my emergency contact for anything. Never been. I, and I mean, maybe when I was in school, like before I knew any better. But now, at the age that I am. I stopped no. making. I went to. I stopped making my the first job I ever had, which was a eighteen. They they were no longer my emergency contact. Yeah, I would say like once I got to college. So yeah, yeah eighteen. Same. Yeah, eighteen. I stopped using them as my emergency. Not because I don't. I don't think that they're dependable people. Damn like there's no. no any sign of un, any sort of stress, unreadiness, or anything. Deji is the first person that I call. Hmm? Like if I need if Same. I have it and if I need some advice if I mm-hmm. if I get myself into a situation if I need something you the first person that I call so mm-hmm. I'm like what what and 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 maybe that was their whole 
premise that, that yeah maybe they were like you shouldn't rely on us for things probably because they they come from the school of thought where you don't rely on your parents for things sure but then now they want us they, I'm, they're I'm, relying I'm on us yeah very much so. <laughs> they very much so rely on us yeah. and i'm just like i keep that in i have to keep that in mind when you know having interactions with them because when they tell you stories about how they grew up they probably never depended on their parents for anything and once they got to a certain age and it was probably a lot younger than when we realized it they were probably sure. in their teens realizing oh, yeah. that these people ain't shit of course and that's no shade to the grandparents but i mean when thing. mom talks about her mom yes most definitely yeah, that story yeah she don't really she don't really mess with that i mean she loves she her. doesn't yes exactly like she you, love her but she don't mess with yeah her. yeah like the way she did her yeah. when she was growing up was kind of reckless yeah. but yeah so to, today we're talking about being stranded in 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 all know, as, assets aspects aspects aspects, aspects. that's what the word yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, you you told the story about the first time you you got left and, yes. and how how that made you feel. Thank you for sharing. Oh yeah, anytime. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be trauma. It could be traumatizing. No, like I've dealt with that so many times that not, it's just like uh, you should tell your therapist that story and see if she can like tie it back already, to anything. I've already that was one of the first things. Yeah, what yeah. did she say that you know it ties to anything that you're doing now or doesn't uh, have any sort she, of like she it, so like. The thing about therapy, unless like you really, really messed up in the head, yeah, it's more of a getting to the root of everything. Mm-hmm. So like when we got to that, the reason that I am crass or harsh or very blunt to the point where it seems I'm unempathetic is because in that moment I was not considered, right? So like for me Okay, therapist. She'll so, be coming with the heat. So for me, like when I get to that point of like, that's why I say for me, it's always about consideration. The moment I feel no consideration, you dead to me. Oh. So it's like, uh, and that's probably what you saw. You saw the extremes last year of it, right? Okay. Like I felt like everybody was disregarding me as a person. Like I really felt that. And because. And you felt that way because one person was doing what I we don't I mean yes I, I I don't want to that's crazy that's correct but that's I what one person wanna, can do yeah that's, I never want to be in 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 a situation like like that like I I, I, I whatever you went through I I be looking I at don't you either like, I don't ever want to be that dead. I'm and I I, will, I don't want anybody ever to have that sort of power over me to it, where, it wasn't power it was just um or whatever they might you know they, it's I don't people want, people uh, like people don't do it on in, People don't do it intentionally. Of course not, but I don't want to allow anyone ever to get me out of but my you don't, square. But, you know? but that's the thing, right? That's what that's what love is, right? You have to learn, right? Uh-oh. And no, I'm I'm saying this with my full chest, like that was a that was a form of love, but it wasn't love. You feel me? Like the the you know they call it Drake had a song called Fake Love. That was fake love in a sense, right? It was like. I didn't necessarily know what I needed in order to be loved. And that loved. was fake deep. Sorry. It just, hey, of course. You know what I'm saying? I, and it's I that just was a learning experience is what I'm yes, saying. Yes, and it's yes. a learning experience because in that, like, real, if somebody loves you, guess what? Even if it go bad, bro, yeah. they not going to do you. They not going to do you. The way you go out, they're going to respect you and they're going to give you tolerance absolutely right? absolutely yeah i think the 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 most mature way to actually show that you love someone is to is is to you know when when th- when y'all get through that part where y'all break up or whatever mm-hmm. or just like in any relationship the way to actually show someone that you love them regardless of the situation is to just give them what they ask for easy and 
and and and realize that you got to love them from a distance like i still have love for you i can love you but i'm gonna love you from over here while you're over there and i'm not gonna be like pandering into yeah. into the bullshit yeah you just you know what i'm saying like you made up your mind on what the situation is i correct. respect that because i i actually really did love you at some point in time you know people say like love but it's really just more like it's a, lo- get, it's a it's a strong like a strong i want to get my lick back like yeah. i want to do you how i felt like you did me it's none of that like if you actually and i mean that comes with a certain level of emotional intelligence and maturity like even though this situation didn't go the way that i wanted to i have enough respect love honor for you to just bow out gracefully and let it be what it is bow out gracefully and keep it that's why i tell everybody i bow respectfully and keep it moving and even in that situation that's what i'm saying like it was no it was no beef it was no qualms it was no quarries right yeah but when somebody gets we all handle heartbreak differently right mm-hmm. and for people um who are more emotional and i mean not that's not the word more sensitive right you don't know how that hurt is going to hurt them right mm-hmm. and for me inevitably i'm really i'm really quick to be like okay this is it all right i'm not going to reach out to you yeah i'll you, see you but you took it out on everybody else in your life I didn't. I wasn't trying to. Like I said, nobody said that you were doing it intentionally. No, no, I was. Like, and you the thing, there's no way you would have done been treating. And the thing the about it was, I was trying to fight that. Like I was really trying mm, to not do that, yeah. right? But it was like my body was fighting against me, and it was just like, yeah, fighter. That's why I said it's hard when you get into fight or fight mode because yeah. you're not even thinking rationally and emo. Like you're not thinking from a grounded perspective. Mm-hmm. So inevitably. I wasn't trying to hurt nobody back yeah. th- last year. I really wasn't. Like if anybody if I if you had gone my path last year and you felt like I slighted you or jaded you, I'm really sorry, right? That's some things that I'm dealing with because hey, somebody really tried me. Yeah. One person can do that. And that's what I'm if saying. If it's not your parents, it could be, you know, But I was used to being dating. tried, right? Yeah, like that's our what parents I was like our parents really gave me a, a our parents really gave us a seasoning in being tried. Mm-hmm. So like I was already used to people doing that, but like, if, why do you think you reacted differently though? Because you've already because, been conditioned to maybe because it was this was you allowed yourself to be vulnerable with this person. Uh, but I have with our parents as well, and I, and that's and they've consistently shown you that that's not right. How you need so to with be. this person, I've to, I told you it was just the fact about how she how she pl- how she played it out, right? Mm. And I mean, you know me, as crazy as I was, I would still come back and I would apologize and I would be trying to explain and I try to do better. Like I'm still coming to the person or to, to the no, people. to y'all last year. Okay. So like I come from an emotional standpoint, but like, yeah, but I told you, you can't keep doing things that you have to apologize for hindsight. Cause you don't do yeah, that anymore. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. excuse me, but like, yeah, I just, I just believe in not having to apologize. Not because I think that I'm better than apologizing, but because I believe in not doing the action in the first place. Of course you can't be perfect, but like, in if you want to know the real reason why I felt uh, the way I did about the situation, why it might have affected me more, is because like when I realized what this person took and like impeded upon me, that made me that made me really upset. Okay, like the 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 person I am now mm-hmm. and in the lane I'm now and how things are starting to like roll for me. It was like when I was with you, I couldn't see that. Yeah, and she was, slowed the progress. She yeah, slowed, she, she slowed that. She was a she, she was an anchor, yeah, but it's like for somebody else, an anchor could be a sail. You feel okay. me? That's and and that's inevitably okay. what she needed. She found that sail. Good for her. And that's whoever what that is. Exactly, it's good for her because I I found my sail. Amen. <laughs> so like, okay. So, the L, the L might be the L might be the, but guess what? The W is mighty. 
you <laughs> okay. okay and you now got you a bad tea. bitch now we dropping t- exactly my point okay. and that's why I really you know so. what I'm saying? and even I'm, and you know what I'm saying it's not just the beauty it's what she coming with right okay but this episode is not about you it's about us it's about us it's about us but we talking about being stranded right so I talked about the first moment I was you know left for dead and yeah. how that affected me and inevitably I started creating all these defenses and mm-hmm. now I'm seeing them as I get older that like mm-hmm. when I do those things mm, I have to be aware before I start because I don't really like I really don't like being that basically I feel like I feel like our dad like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he could be saying all these things you know I feel so deep but every time we see you <laughs> bro you like the Grinch bro like I don't even yeah. know how to explain it it's just like a, I don't know how to explain it it's just like you hate life mm-hmm. so how what was your first experience in like that 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 abandonment that I feel like I'm all alone? I mean, I always felt like I was alone. It was never really like a point for me to feel like I was a part of. Not like on some black sheep shit because I don't <laughs> yeah. think that I was like necessarily. I'm definitely the black sheep in our family. If you think so, I think that we all individually have our own black sheepness. Yeah, I think we all like. If anything, Tunday is the black sheep. If we're being real, yeah, I can but, see that. Um, mm-hmm. I think that we all have like our our oldest brother sunday um i think that we all had our pockets but i never really felt like i was really necessarily a part of the community that is our family because i think we all function on different wavelengths right um in the places where you and Tunde might have connected i i wouldn't say that i connected on that as well i think now that we're older i think that we're we're definitely more like all in the same position not in the same position of course but i think that we've come to like a common area where we all we all can come together and 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 be in community with each other but i don't think that we had that when we were younger because y'all would do y'all boy thing and i didn't really that wasn't really none of my business Mm -hmm. or anything that i really felt like i was a part of so i think for me i've always really felt like i was by myself siloed you know i always really just kicked it by myself but i think the first time that i really can think of where i got stranded or where i felt stranded is where i was physically stranded on the side of the road and 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 deja didn't want to come and pick me up Hey, yo, so, we and we per- talked about that story already. You can go back and listen to it. I think it was like one of the episodes where Deji talks about the moment in his life where he it was decided, uh, growth. It was the growth episode. Yeah, where he decided that he needed to change his ways. Change. So I think that was like going through changes. Going that through was some changes. Yeah. 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 So um, definitely go back and listen to that vi- uh, that um, podcast, and you'll you'll see. So that was the first time that I really like remember myself being stranded when I reached out to somebody and asked them for help. But other than that, I think that like just like always feeling um like othered and outside of you know what was going on but that's nobody's fault i mean like i'm literally the only girl grew up with two older brothers Mm -hmm. like you know there's really somebody got to get the short end of the you know what's interesting though because dad wasn't home a lot and tune left when we were at a fairly young age Mm -hmm. i always felt like I, i always felt like you did like i was a guy always around girls Oh, cause like you'd be around mom and me. Yeah. Or, like maybe because we, we used to go out a lot. Yeah. yeah like mom definitely. would go to parties and stuff. So I mean, that's what I said. Like we've always, like we we all probably feel like there's a pocket. Of course. Of you know feeling like the black sheep. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't think anybody was really praised more than the other. We always shitted on. <laughs> so. Well done. Yeah, we was all shitted on well equally. Well so. But I think, you know, that that is what it is. And, and we moved on from it. But I mean, yeah, so I think that was like the first time that I felt really stranded. But um, and, and what did I do? I had my friend come and get me. So, you well know, 
One thing I would say, fuck you. When individuals that happen to be your family have not been able to come through, you've always had friends to come through. For absolutely, you. absolutely. Anybody that I consider my friend, anybody that I would call in my time of need, if I've ever called you when I really needed something, then I really fuck with you because I hate reaching out to people for mm-hmm. help. So like then how, just, did, how does that make you feel that like you have people that you can actually depend on? I feel great about it. I think the people that I can depend on now are my family. Um, when before it probably, was, I mean, I feel like I could always depend on Tunde. There was never a time. Oh yeah, Tunde always showed up for us. Yeah, like regardless of what it was, like I like I don't think there was ever a time where I actually needed something from Tunde, and mm-hmm. he didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't, you know, at least just be on the phone with me or something like that, you know. So you was probably more, eh. but I think you've gotten you've gotten better. So I think that I mean, yes. not I think you've definitely gotten for better with you. Yes, yes, absolutely. So yeah. I mean, for me now, I just think that like. I'm I'm not quick to call a friend or anything like that, but I do have like my line sisters or a friend of mine that I'll call if I need to talk about something or something mm-hmm. like that. So not that I ever really have anything that I feel like I need to talk to anybody about, but yeah. when I do, yeah. I have y'all niggas, and then I have my my couple of friends, people mm-hmm. that I that I reach out to. Mm-hmm. But what is it? What does it mean? Like, what does it mean for your life when you can't depend on the people that brought you into this world? What does that mean? Um. I guess for me, when I, I mean, the first time that I experienced it at that age, four or five, it really was like, ain't nobody really for me. Mm-hmm. And I've always had that feeling, right? You know what I'm saying? Not, you, <laughs> and it's no, it's no shade to nobody who's in my life, but like, I don't expect a lot from people. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I really don't. I really expect people to be genuinely shitty. Um, Cause for me, it, they not doing shit out of the kindness of their heart. Like, I think a lot of the things I do is an anomaly, right? I think when I go out of my way and I extend myself with people and I give the extra mile, I know nobody else is going to do it. I know, inev- I know intrinsically when I do that, I'm not going to get that back. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing that because what I want to bring out into the universe. Now, um, as I've gone through life and, you know, certain relationships and even seeing how that played out, especially in high school, when I had hella grown ass white men really trying to dictate my future, and I was just like, "Yo, I'm not, I'm not folding. I don't give a fuck what y'all niggas is saying. I don't really want to bend, and you're not my master. So guess what? I'm making a stance. Um, it's hard because you fall on your face a lot, and that feeling of like people just doing whatever they're gonna do to you." you start to get a negative image of your worth. Like it becomes like very transactional. Like what do you need from me in order to make your life better? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's how I, I, I noticed for a time it wasn't really like a, I started getting a real bad habit where I would just be like, what you need, what you want? Like everybody would be like, oh, how are you doing? What, what's up? What you what you need? Mm-hmm. And it, it limited the the amount of conversation, right? And it was just like, I know you want something, so what do you want? Just say it, right? That's why it, it's interesting because, like, in corporate America, the conversation is really, like, shallow, right? People, if they say hi to you, it's immediately followed by, like, hey, can you give me this report? Or, hey, can you do this? Or, hey, I have this question. That's like, it's it's very, like, disingenuous conversation. Mm-hmm. So I was beating people to the punch. I was like, look, we ain't got to do no talking. Just tell me what you need. I got it. And I put myself in situations where I could be slighted, and then when I got slighted, it was like I didn't expect, I didn't expect the best out of this situation. 
So like, why, why did, why do I care? Uh, I don't know. See, yeah, well, I don't and, know. and the problem with that is that like I'm speaking and I'm living in negativity. Mm-hmm. So that starts like you know things start happening. You know what I'm saying? You as op like as positive as you want to be or optimistic as you want to be, when you have that mindset because of people in your own life, like we could talk about the situation of like how I got my first car, bro. I saved up money, um, and my pops was like. My me and my dad don't really have a relationship. We don't really even talk. But this man, when I was trying to buy a car, was on my neck every week. Every Hello, day. and he had his 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 wife doing a lot of the bargaining for you too. Talking and about some, just give your dad the money. He'll I go said, and buy and you I a said, car. I said, hell no, I'm not doing that. Absolutely not. I'm never doing that. He would you would have gave that man ten thousand dollars, and he would have went and found a two thousand dollar car. And right, and try to convince lot. me. And he would have tried to convince me, and then I. This is a good Carol. You don't I, even know anything. You want to go and buy Benz like your like yeah, your brother. I mean, you want to go and, and buy even, BMW. That's even what he said, "He said, hey, I'm surprised you didn't buy a BMW for your first car.' I was like, so I don't get a congratulations, and, right? <laughs> so, so you know, like you just be hating. Like it's funny be because it's just like that's who you. That's who I yeah. want a Range Rover. So that's who that's who birthed me, right? Yeah, that's who birthed me. That's just the dude who always Not be really, talking all this stuff, Rover. right? And I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, bro, you, you find happiness in your own life. Exactly. I just think that they're <laughs> they're not really happy people. And this is not the podcast that we you bash got, on our no, parents, no. but we do we do bash on them a lot. I mean, we're talking about our relationship and our relationship is a micro is a macrocosm. Yeah. No, of, micro. Micro. OK. Yeah. It's a, it's a micro um, micro effect to the way that they treated us so you know if it feels like that's all we do i don't know why you would be offended by it listening unless you are mama and daddy but you can definitely come on the podcast and talk I, to that's why i see your demon they're not demons though they're just no. people that we're trying to figure out life yeah and that's what i'd be no trying problem. to ain't nobody no demons out here no but what I, do, I do think it says something about you though when your kids can't depend on you and oh, when, you live, when you live in a, a state of oblivion to where you think that you would be the first person somebody would call if something happened to them god forbid it do does think- but i just think that like when you live in a state of when you live in a state of of, of make-believe or a world that you've created you can really be doing a, yourself a disservice. My facts. I don't even think our parents know like some of the hardest things we've been through in our lives. I just think that our relationships with them are very surface. Like I was one day I had came, um, I was preparing my 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 um, protein shake early because I had to go over to Tunde's house, and my mom was like, "Our mom was like, where are you going?" I told her Tunde's house. She's like, "Why?" I didn't answer her because I was like. <laughs> Why are you asking me that? Why are you asking me why I'm going over to my brother's house? Mm -hmm. Does it matter? And she was like, well, I didn't answer her. So she was like, you will say that she doesn't want to talk to you, that she doesn't want to and refer and like in reference to her i'm like girl nobody said anything about you asking me where i'm going you think that that's the shit that people actually care about right. you don't ask me how my mental space is doing what what are my goals what you know shit that's not surface and you think Tunde, that you Tunde. think that that's how you have a convert that's how you build a relationship with your children mm-hmm. when at this point in our life it's not mm-hmm. you you wondering why i'm going over to my brother's house does not make our relationship any stronger than if you didn't ask me that i remember um i remember one time <laughs> i remember one time where i i had brought up the situation to so basically in high school the same stuff the same stories you've been hearing about my my mischief and my and my rebellion 
it's kind of the same way I was in high school, but I had a little bit more, I had a little bit more hair on my chest. So there was this one time, and I probably should save this for uh, back to the legend at hand, but it makes sense in this because we're talking about how relationships can either be stagnant or they can grow based on um, your dependability. Mm -hmm. So because our brother Tunde, um, and I, for whatever reason, him and my dad has always had a, a strained relationship. He got kicked out the house at a certain age, right? It's not for whatever reason. We know that their relationship is strained. It's not for it's not for whatever reason. There's definitely a reason. Why but I'm not. That's not something. You, I mean, oh yeah, you yeah, don't have to talk yeah, about yeah, it. But yeah. I'm just saying there's for there's, whatever reason or the reason for a reason. Mm-hmm. Tunde never stopped showing up. It don't matter if it was a football game. It don't yeah. matter if it was a basketball game. It don't matter if it was a school event. It don't even matter if it was a holiday. That man would always make sure that he was present in our life. Mm-hmm. And because I was exposed to that, I was like, man, I don't know how to be anything else but somebody who always shows up right like Mm. it's hard to like like i said i don't i don't expect people to reciprocate the same thing but when tunde made a mistake in our in in our in 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 raising us basically right i told him about the time that he came into my room and i was like and i was like yo what the hell or i said what the fuck actually i said what the fuck and tunde said you ain't do none of the chores i said i ain't doing no fucking chores bro Tunde came, went back downstairs, grabbed a bucket of cold ass water Yikes. and threw it all on the bed. And he said, hey, bro, go do the fucking chores. And again, if you know anything about me, I was a 155 pound kid. Tunde is about 200, 225. Muscle. Right? Muscle at this time because he was swole. Yeah. I said, I'm still not doing that shit. I don't know why you did that. And <laughs> Tunde was like, oh, so you want to get big. So that'd be it. Tunde got into a little tussle, right? Yeah. Tunde, Tunde Sunday G's basically. Tunde Sunday. Yeah. And then as he sunned me, I'm over here, you know, I'm over here talking my shit while I'm mopping the floor, you know, and crying because, you know, Tunde got 10 years on me and I'm still, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm I'm a tough guy at heart, you know, I'm, I'm a tough guy. I'm a fake tough guy. So I was out I here. I feel like you were crying really. Loud no, I was definitely crying. You I was were crying, crying really loud in it. <laughs> I was crying like day. a big ass bitch. Yeah. yeah, I just got my ass whipped. But, but, really but like <laughs> the crying was more obnoxious than anything. Like, but I got, by, I got my ass beat. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but were you crying because you wanted him to feel bad? Maybe both. To, yeah, yes. you wanted him to stop. Oh, we all know I'm a little bit extra. Yeah. Because I play football. Ain't no reason that a few punches was gonna knock me on my butt. You I know mean, what I'm saying? I was a big ass nigga. So. No, I mean shit. You know, I I had to give him that one too. You know, I was giving him that work a little bit. I'm I'm exact exact. I took that ass beating, you know, like yeah. he was my dad, because you know that's what he was. He was basically. Uh, so I told Tunde that story, and he's like, "No, nah, I didn't do that." Yeah, and it was t- like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm so confused when we tell stories, because I mean, he tried. I mean, that's what he's trying to tell. Nigga, it happened. It that's happened. the same shit I have to do with you. Yeah, and, and, so now you see the pattern. But then, okay, Tunde did what like inevitably anybody would do. In a situation where you really value and you want the relationship to grow, right? Mm-hmm. He said sorry. Yeah. He apologized. Amen. And then he explained where his mind was at at that time. Uh-huh. And then I was like, uh-huh. oh, I can understand, uh-huh. bro. Uh-huh. That's things that our parents never did, still don't do. And yeah. even in There's Ebola, no accountability. Yeah. There's wow. No, there's no accountability. And even mm. they blame it on us. Yeah, of course. And or they just say, well, I tried. Which is it's the, not an apology. Anybody who says that this. And I and I'll say this for anything. If you say I tried or it was my first time or we didn't I, know any better. I, I didn't know any better. Bro, just get the fuck out of my face cuz everybody what you're saying is that I'm not holding myself accountable. I just want to say something to make it seem like I I I am a good person. Mm-hmm. Cuz that those Or things, just it removes a, like it removes like accountability, right? Yeah, like it you said like that. it removes the 
the like in the intent yeah but it doesn't account for the impact no of the situation yes exactly that's a perfect example you're not willing you're not willing to deal with the ramifications but you're gonna say hey i'm at least acknowledging that what i did was wrong yeah i'm not gonna really worry about it i'm gonna keep moving my moving on with my life Mm -hmm. but what you say shombo 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 but it's not my problem it's your own life you figure it out for yourself we all have our own lives to live Mm. that's what they'll tell you but (laughs) i didn't even do my nigerian accent this whole time that's crazy of course i i mean i had to because i was about to say that's part of the podcast now absolutely i just think that personally for me i just think that like if you can't depend on your parents and i mean at a time you couldn't depend on your brothers who do you depend on yourself but this is as we talk, as we transition, do you who do you depend on? Who do I depend on? Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, and like you can talk about what you depend on them for too. If you first and foremost, uh, you know me, I depend on God above all else. Mm-hmm. I really don't worry about a lot okay. of things anymore um, because God will take control of it, and that's just what I live by. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, um, I depend on my family, specifically mm-hmm. you and Tunde. Um, I think that we can do anything we want as long as we stay together and we're on the same page. Amen. Uh, after that, it's just people who show up in my life consistently. Yeah. So whether that's my friends, um, mentors, even um, colleagues, you know, and I mean like acquaintances, though the people who, um, and I was reading something, it says, oh, I was reading something that was talking about love and real love is people that, that reciprocate and show up for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if the people that say to love you ain't showing up for you, yeah. don't listen to them words because guess what? It's very hollow. It's very shallow. Yeah, words are just words. Words Everybody are just says words. Action, action. And, and words have power. Like the tongue has power. But guess what? Ain't nothing ever get done because somebody says something. Mm-hmm. There has to be something that's done behind action. it. Action. Your book, your Bible, it says faith without work is dead. Mm. That's my favorite quote. Mm. I don't even read the book. Let the, mo- let the motherfuckers know. I don't even read the book. Mm. But let I the, like that word. Let that motherfucker. That was work. You said faith without works is dead. Because you can't. It's that's the same the thing. Because we run into it all the time, right? Our parents literally for decades will say, I love you. I know you. I know you more than you know yourself. But not lie, but not you, lie. but you're lying, mm-hmm. and even your action shows that you know what. Maybe I, they just don't know how, and we can talk about that a different day. Maybe they just didn't know how, and their definition no, now, of what it looks like is what they were able to do for us. But, but that's why I always say we don't have an episode where we talk about parenting. Parenting, I mean, I'm not, I'm nobody's mother I yet, nobody's parents. But parenting is about parenting for your child, not for you. And that's where people be missing that disconnect. And of course, I feel like a majority of the people who listen to our podcast are people who are around our age that probably don't have children either. But it might be useful for you to just, you know, have that conversation with yourself and 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 analyze the relationship you have with your parents. If you feel like it's not where it needs to be or it's not where you would like it to be, understand that they might might not have done what they needed to do for you, but they might have done what they needed to do for themselves. And I guess that's enough i don't know i mean it's, it's the same it's thing pretty selfish like if you think parenting about it, yourself right like yeah maybe they were parenting themselves by by giving you the things that they didn't have because i course. think that like for us our parents really feel like they did everything they needed to do by us because we're in a better position than they were and and if, by all means if that's what you guys are grateful for then let it be but i mean i just i'm gonna answer the question now because mm-hmm. yeah you I can answer the question. stay on track yeah um who do i depend on 
uh, you know, I'm Muriel sentiments, my brothers, my family, my friends, the people that I, I would call mm-hmm. if I really needed something. But I also think that, like, do you depend on yourself? Oh, always. I think first and foremost, whenever I do anything, whenever I take on a new venture or even when I when I have to be in new spaces, I'm depending on me. Mm. Because one thing I've learned in this life is I'm going to survive and okay. I'm going to figure out a way to thrive. Mm-hmm. Whew. I'm really dropping the T's. I said sale and I said, you know, another person's acre sale. Now I'm saying that if I survive, I'm going to thrive. Anyways, that's besides the point. I like being in situations mm-hmm. where the pressure is going to be on me. Oh. Personally, I know for a fact I can handle more than most because of what I've had to deal with. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that I want to, but I, I like the fact that I know I can always rely on myself. I'm not one of those people that, that shy away from difficulty. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, if a fight come in, I'm going to be like what you need. And if I feel like it's something that can be accomplished, I'm going to figure out a way to get it done. So I think and I think I think you have to depend on yourself in life. What about you? I'm not very dependable. I won't lie. on for yourself or in general. Both. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You being shady? No, I'm not. Okay. You said it. I'm just agreeing with fight. you. Okay, so what if I would have got out here and said that I yes, I absolutely depend on myself. You would have been like you, uh, debatable. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, exactly. Because I would be holding you accountable. Uh, yeah, you mm-hmm. that? yeah. And I would have told you go to hell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like I'm not going to sit up here and lie. I'm not very dependable, and I uh, also don't really depend on myself. I'm not going to lie. I don't really Something trust you're working myself. On this year. Yes, but I'm getting better. I'm very I'm I'm a lot more disciplined sure. about things that I care about now. Um keeping goals in mind. I think that's really what it is. Like if I have a goal, then I can be dependable to like meet meet the goal. But um But how does that relate to people? Because dependability in I'm talk- thinking, I'm talking about myself. The question was okay, are you dependable? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Do you depend on yourself? Okay. My answer is no. I don't depend on myself for things. Okay. Um and I that's know that not, for a fact. Yeah, that's not a slight. You still don't pay for any um alcohol tabs whenever we go out. What does that have to do with being dependable? You don't want to flip no bills. So This is not the drag yummy episode. I'm just saying. Let's, this is not the drag yummy. It took you almost either. three years for us to start. Oh, turns. you have to. You have to really be quiet right now because it's my turn to talk <laughs> before you start just telling all my tea on the podcast. Everybody so what I'm saying is, tea. yeah. Um, but I'm getting better at it. Honestly, I think that I don't really know where it comes from. I'm just like, I will literally tell myself like, remember to do something, mm-hmm. and then I forget. Like, and I know that I will. Like, I'll be like, oh, write this down, do this. And then I won't do it because I'll be like, no, I'll remember. And then I never remember. Yeah, but so, we like, all do that. That's yeah, not, that's yeah. Not, you don't get too hard on yourself. I'm, I'm definitely yeah. not hard on myself because I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> none of the shit that I do, excuse yeah. my language. But yeah. I really just think that, like, I would like to be able to depend on myself for things. Like, I I, I, I put myself in these situations and these, and these circumstances where I'd be like, fuck. And I feel bad for myself or I'm like down on myself about them. But like if I don't put myself in these situations, then this wouldn't be the outcome. Yeah, I was about so to say that's you gotta put like the way you like get that confidence or you feel that like dependability, because it's a muscle as well. Like Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta put yourself in situations where you can win. Yeah. So you know the same thing. We could say I could say whatever I want. But I keep putting myself in situations where I'm I'm gonna fold. And I'm No, you're not. You haven't folded yet. When we the boxing thing is a perfect example. Yeah, but that's just what you know about. I've been in, in plenty of situations where I feel like I could have done better for I could have di- moved differently or of done course. done differently. And but I when just, you wake up every morning by five o'clock 
Mm-hmm. You're ready before everybody. You get to the gym. You out here busting your butt. I'm not get... saying that I'm not doing any of those things. Of Thank you for letting the people know what I do. But I, like I said, I'm getting better. You know, I'm 2022 a, I'm is a new year. Because I thank you. Oh, okay. That's what it was. You know, none of that shit means it doesn't. It doesn't mean anything to me. But sure, I don't have to. But if you hear it, guess what? And and so unconsciously, it starts. Unconsciously, okay. Unconsciously, because when you actually no, it'd be subconscious because you're awake subconsciously it starts to you i'm know, aware yes not awake but aware aware exactly. um uh, yeah i mean i think i'm gonna get there eventually i'm not really too pressed about it i think that you know I'm, I'm moving i'm moving towards those steps to being more dependable for myself but i also don't really think that i've had too many opportunities where i really had to be so i you know i've always been now able do, to because i'd be on your butt yeah, about this podcast yeah excuse me this is about <laughs> me now. we talked about you and all of your things so, yeah, I just think that I need to, you know, do better about being more dependable for myself. Yeah, like so. with my plants. It's real crazy when you just take care of them and I tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Now they're coming back to life. But if I leave them with you, they would be dead. Okay. because yeah, they're not mine. But if somebody leaves something for you to take care of, guess what? Dependability. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. People, people, I just said take care of a plant. What if it was a dog? Huh? What if it was a, what if it was a living thing? actually they are living things but what if it was a living thing that actually needs food you only gotta water those motherfuckers once a a week do you have a day to decipher for this week i told you no i don't no i was just asking so we can move forward i always ask of course i told you you're right yeah i do not you do not but this week i've been pretty good yeah, I, I like I told y'all every week i've been practicing practicing peace so if i don't have to talk to deji through text i don't um but Shombo, I do have a things I send Deji on Twitter. I always do. I'm always sending Deji things on Twitter. Okay. Oh my goodness. So this picture I sent Deji or this tweet I sent Deji is says, just found out you have to clean out your dryer lint. Being single is hard. And it's this picture of this like, big ass. Yeah, yeah, I'm describing it to the people who I are got listening. You. Got you. If you if you want to see the tweet, you definitely have to go to our Instagram so you can see the tweet because we always post the the. We have but I will start doing it now. It says it says and it says being single is hard. It's this big ass thing of lint that this guy did not remove from his dryer. Why do you think I sent this to you? Because we've been getting our dryer fixed for like the last six weeks. Oh my goodness, the and dryer has never really worked. And this is another thing about parents. These niggas went and bought a dryer that was already broke. Like it was not a hundred percent. It might have been like. 85 percent working mm-hmm. the shit broke finally like broke down to where there yeah. was no point of like using it there mm-hmm. was no way for us to use it mm-hmm. and deji and i had to go out of our pockets to fix it now y'all might be saying y'all use it why don't you pay for it here's the thing if you buy something broken broken <laughs> not working it's never it's never worked as good as it does now like now it's like brand new brand new if you buy something broken knowing that it's not a hundred percent how can you say that somebody should be paying more money than you probably did to go and fix it can you imagine no and that's like uh that's like a manifest that's like literally the personification of our parents they've literally given us broken things They've given us things that are half-assed, broken, right. hey. incomplete. Oh, hold on, hold on, because I thought about this yesterday. I say I'm, I thought about this in general. I was like, I'm good at working in 
non-optimal situations. Yeah. But now you just said that. It's like, damn, I've been exposed to it my whole life. Yeah, we've been getting out the mud. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Before, we used to have to dry our clothes like four, five, six times mm-hmm. to get them dry. Mm-hmm. Do you know how... Sh- you know how many times you gotta walk to the to the laundry room? This is this is of course a first world problem, but I still just think that like that's ridiculous. Yeah, we don't even gotta talk about the cars that this man used to have us driving. It's truly ridiculous the the circumstances that we've been in put in that we where we've been where we've been worse off mm-hmm. by people who were supposed to put us in the best position. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? That's what the episode is about. Mm-hmm. We've been put in terrible. very sketchy, terrible, terrible situations. By people who were supposed to be there to make sure that we didn't get into those situations. I'm gonna save this story for, but it's it's about cars. Yeah, we'll have that topic. We'll of have course. that story. Of course, but that you story know. is inevitably a microcosm of just like, what the hell do you yeah. do? You want me here? No, they didn't. <laughs> Let's talk about it. We can talk about that a different day. But he didn't. Sure. Okay. Most definitely. I I don't know. I just think it's funny as like you start to grow up, and then it's just like. Bro, I ain't got no, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't even upset or mad no more. But I'm just trying to figure out like how to be better, just how be better to me. be better. Yeah, that's why. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm definitely waiting. I'm in no rush, but I can't wait to be a parent because I just feel like I'm gonna do it so much better. Not I because, mean, I not because doing. I got all the tools, but just because I know what not to do. Because I'm a, I, of course, I'm not gonna parent to what my parents did because i would i would literally be reneging on everything i just said for the last <laughs> hour but because i want the opportunity to try to make a difference in in a, in a child's life in a positive way well, but you could and do you that don't have to it, yeah i don't have to do that with my own children but i definitely do that with with my, with my niece and my nephew i mean my nephew he not really like kindnessing yet because he's only he's only a year and TJ some change is that man. but my niece mariah beautiful that's Smart, my best friend. smartest girl in the world that's my best friend. So. Sure. And we best. She'll tell you that we're best friends. Sure. If you ask her. Sure. Like, is Auntie Emmy your best friend? She'll be like, yeah. She probably will say that about any of the aunties. She won't say that about you. So let's not. I, I'm not an auntie. Well. Although she. So is, am I right or am I wrong? Although she did call me Auntie Deji until she realized that that's not the word. Am I right or am I wrong? <laughs> she will not say that you are her best auntie. She will say, sure. Yeah, you're correct. So, yeah, I mean, that was, I don't, that was the things I sent Deji on Twitter. We literally had to finance getting the dryer fixed for our parents, and that reminded me of that. So, Mm. yeah, because that lint thing was big. It was. And ours was huge. Can you imagine? They said, they was in the comments saying that it's surprised, we surprised you not on a t shirt. Man, when I, when the dude who cleaned ours, he was a lot of lint. He came in clean as hell, left dirty really i'm talking about like he was in a coal mine it has a lot of it's a lot of just dust and everything back there i don't think it really has anything to do with like the dryer i think it's just because it's of the location of the Mm. laundry room and i don't think just the the upkeep and the maintenance i would say the upkeep you definitely could you definitely could have freaked that area to be a decent yeah like a like a a place where people would actually want to hang out correct that should look like the basement of a scary movie yes hands down well that's how we live we are living in a scary movie called life I like to think we're living in a musical. No, please don't do like Rihanna and stop the music. It's DJ Don't Stop the Music. I know the words. I know the words. DJ Don't Stop the Music. Okay, so ghetto intellectual question of the week. The reason why all this stuff seems so packed together is because we don't have any, we don't have any pre-rolls. If we had like, you know, 
we need we need y'all to get us more listeners oh ad rigs yeah so yeah, we can put yeah. them in between so that yeah. way you know it won't seem like everything is just flowing together of course you know every section would have we re- it's we it's, would record it and then cut and we would put rig. the we would put the ads mm-hmm. where they need to go so definitely um help us with the flow of the show and share this with your with your with, with your, your community this share is a great with podcast. a friend to share with a friend it's a great podcast and then we will grow and then you will just be a part of this was a great episode, honestly. I feel like the stuff that we talked good. about was good. It wasn't as funny, but like... Oh, yeah. Sometimes we can't always be hilarious. You know, you got to give people... Sometimes you can't always be hilarious. No, no. I'm being in life. Sometimes you need to be have that levity. Yeah. yeah. Balance it out. Like, Balance. even if, you know, Dave Chappelle is going to tell a funny joke, he's still going to make you think a little. Of course. Because, you know, we definitely have been very funny on this podcast. One of us more than the other. I don't think so. I well. think that's up for debate. Honestly, I I really, got an intellectual question. I really be hitting on these jokes. It's just you if know, you, th- you, if be you like, think so. When you've been exposed to it for so long, that's why. Maybe because yeah. I, I think you're corny, I, and that's no shade. I, I've never gotten corny in my that's life. That's no shade. I've actually never gotten. Corny. I don't think you're. You, I just don't think your jokes land with me because I'm sure. like sure because you probably heard them over and over. And so over. you retelling jokes is what you're saying? No. Okay. But the the delivery for you. Although it might have changed a lot over years, you just still hearing the same old motherfucker talking. Mm, yes, that's really what it is. Like you're just there's no Yeah. I'm just like that's just Deji. Correct. And other people would be like, that's funny. But that's Correct. just you just Because you're really accustomed to who I am. Mm, okay. That's so I guess you're not corny. I take that back. That's like married couples when they'd be like, Ah, oh, this man is not funny. Yeah, or like married couples can literally there's there might be something that like a nigga could do that, like gets on your nerves. Yes, and they don't even pay attention. They don't even notice it because they just become accustomed to it. Correct. Mm, real like tea. When so the ghetto intellectual question, like me walking out of the shower soaking wet, isn't it just something you've come accustomed to? I still believe that you should not leave as much water on the floor as you do. I still it's believe a bathroom. That. I still believe that you should not leave as much water on the floor. So as where you should do. I leave? In the shower, in I the tub, in the, in the tub. But I don't dry on off. the towel. I don't. I don't dry off in the shower. Why would I dry off in a wet area? Because the towel is dry, and the towel is what gets you dry. So if you dry yourself in the tub, then the water cannot escape the tub and get on the floor and then get everywhere. And then when I walk in there, I feel, now I got I feel like, wet water on my feet. And how do you how do you think I feel about that? I feel like it defeats the purpose because we don't have to argue about it. Get on intellectual question of the week is this. It's starting to get warmer outside. Yeah. What about it? Calves about to be out. Shins about to be out. Ankles about to be out and exposed. What about it? Do you think it's okay to not lotion slash moisturize the lower extremities of your body in the wintertime? No, I think that's a terrible idea. I'll if keep... it doesn't get seen, does it need to be moisturized? Yes, because I, I tried this year. I tried this year to not lotion my feet because mm-hmm. I've seen our other brother do it. And I was like, maybe you don't need to lotion your feet. And when I tell you my feet were, I was in pain because. Well, you see feet... what his feet look like. Why would you think that you don't have to wash your feet? That, that's not what your... I said. I put lotion. Okay. Why would you think I, you I don't didn't have put to lotion? lotion. I, I think I went for like two or three months. And when I tell you that my skin was cracking yeah. and I was like, yo, this is not because I was like the natural oils on my feet. And, you Interesting. know, they sweat. Your feet sweat. So they'll naturally they get moisturized. So, like, I thought they would just in the middle of winter, your feet sweat. Yeah. When you're taking showers and you're wearing socks and house shoes all the time, most definitely. OK. Um, But I did that. I will not lie to you. 
my feet hurt so bad. My feet were so rough. I literally you got chicken like, feet. I literally was like, I'm putting on lotion. I put on lotion every day since, and my feet felt amazing. Amen. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I was in high school, anything that was not shown didn't get lotioned. I just didn't have the time, the energy. I mean, I'm lazy. Everybody knows that. What the like, fuck? There's no. Yo, what the? There's no part of me on that's your not legs, yo? Yeah. I used to be writing secret messages. We used to. That's how we used to pass answers in class. I used to write the answer on my skin and then lift up my leg and then point to A, B, C, or D. And then that's how I would get the answers. To <laughs> I used to write the answers. I don't know why you're laughing. What I got to lie for? I used to write the answers on my skin. I used to just write A, B, C, or D. And then I would lift up my leg. Because, you know, I used to wear a lot of sweatpants when I was in high school. I used to lift up my leg and then I would point. To a, B, C, or D. To it don't matter. Anybody. And then I would, you know. And that way, it was it was foolproof because if the teacher thought that I was cheating, I would just lick my hand and then wipe my leg real quick, and then that would be it. I don't know why you're laughing. I used to be a great student. I remember one semester I got straight A's. One year of school, you are you are very subtle. You're cheating. I was really like, I don't care if I get caught. Yeah, I used to cheat very subtly. I used to be like, I used to be like, I used to be on the because you know. One of our teachers let us have a smartphone. Yeah, we could listen to music during the exams, and which was a crazy was, concept. All I did was put the answers on. Take pictures of the quizzes and do the that. tests. Yeah. Or I would be like, I literally would be like looking at people's paper and I'd just be like. You would literally just be like, give me what's yeah, the answer. Yeah, literally. I would literally just tell. Because I, I really. The once, I, we, I, one year, one semester, one year, we had the same we had the same math class together. So he would. And, and then we ended up sitting right next to each other. Yeah, that it was, was. I guess it was Because random. she did it in alphabetical order. No, she said it was random. Nah, and they randomly put us next to each other. Because she did. You thought you were lazy. That teacher was lazy. Yeah, she was very lazy. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure she just put her right next to each other. Which is fine for us. It worked for us anyway. Man, I would really be like, hey, yummy, what you get for this answer? Well, Knowing you, damn well she, the oh. teacher in the corner, she might know. Like, I used to be a goody two shoes, like, which was really weird because I used to stay getting in trouble, but I used to never like getting in trouble. But I always used to get in trouble, never I, liked it. So I, I used, used to, to be like, no, accept, I'm not cheating. I just used to accept the consequences. I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. Honestly, if I could do if I could do it over again, I would be more unapologetic. That's how I was. I would be more unapologetic. I'd be like, "Fuck you." That's why I'm waiting for <laughs> our our um, nieces and nephews to get to school because I'm gonna teach them how to interact with 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 teachers and, and things mm-hmm. like that so it's important because i'm like if you get in trouble you can call me and i'll come up to the school because those motherfuckers will really take an inch the teachers teacher i don't want to talk bad you about can call teachers. me and i'll come up to the school i don't want to talk bad about teachers don't call because kids are rough yeah we but, were we were rough for sure but i'm gonna say this if you just being a teacher to tell people or tell kids what to do i'm gonna have a problem with that as a parent or Mm -hmm. as an uncle in general oh don't let me find out that you doing my kid greasy i really think that i'm gonna just have like some very like docile not in a bad way though just like some very chill children because i'm not and i'm gonna be really disappointed like i want you to be able to turn up not on me on other people i'll probably have kids that's gonna turn up yeah if they're anything like i was they're gonna be worse you're gonna get it worse probably because that's what you were so yeah that's what i'm saying well that's been nothing but a g thing podcast yeah, it was a good episode. Thank you for listening to us. Rate, review, subscribe. We'll always say that. Tell Absolutely. A, tell a friend, tell a friend, share, follow us. Where yes. can the people follow us, Jimmy? Our social media, nothing spelled out N O T H I N G, capital B, capital A, capital G, capital T. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Me personally, if you want to follow me, 
I am Suki G's, S-U-K-I-G, two E's, and then a Z. And that's on Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, I've changed my at again on wow. both Twitter and IG. You know, I'm really... The thing about rebranding, people can't find you if they they can't find you. The rebranding process is hard, it so is. you know what I'm saying. Especially like, when you don't know what you're selling. Actually, I know my brand. Oh, okay, but the naming has been hard because you know I feel like it will work, but then it's like, eh. Mm. But right now it's damn gentleman on IG. That's damn with an N dot gentleman, and then on Twitter it's damn D A M gentleman. Um, but gentleman is spelled like gentle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gentle man. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how you spell gentle, man. Okay. Yeah, like gentle. I was just telling them how oh, it's Oh, got you, got you, got yeah. you. Because, <clears throat> you know, you struggle with spelling. But that's why I didn't spell that word. Yeah. So, but I just said it so they would know. Yeah, spelled like the word gentle. And then man, M-A-N. Um, but for right now, that's what it is. I might change it. People have been telling me I need to say move, change it to damn Deji. I don't know why. Um, I like that. But that was damn Daniel. But we'll see if it's in the if it's the out there. I mean, it could be a play on that too. That's no problem with that. But damn, Daisy does fit me because I really be doing some shit where you'd be like, damn. Absolutely. That's true. (laughs) But we'll see. Um, I've been given every at about a week and a half. To see how it works, to see how it flows. And you know, it's it damn gentleman is eh, it's ran its course. Mm. It was growing on me and then I was like, I was just trying to play with my initials, DG. You know what I'm saying? Oh. You got Dolce and Gabbana. You know, so eh, we'll see. Eventually, it's just going to be Deji Giwa, but you know, that's down the road. But thank you for listening to another episode of Nothing But a G Thing. Yes. Y'all keep it lovely. Because ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low down G, so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fade this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand.